0: Guys, welcome back to Building It Ain't Easy. It's your boy, Little Co, Little Square. It's here. It's time.
1: Hello. I am Lori. I don't have any of those cool You have any nickname? Ni- I don't no name, have any. Um, L Money.
0: It's L Money and, uh, and Code, and we're here. It's another week. And let me tell you, it's been really crazy. Have you seen the news about We are
1: festive. Can we just, th- for a second, it is December 1st, and we no one is more festive than us.
0: I don't know. I mean, we're, we're, I think we're like mid-festive. Look know? at our
1: outfits. This is festive. My I do got the lights My going. headband yeah. is blinking. We've both got lights going in. Yeah. I mean, it's we're pretty, pretty festive. festive.
0: It's, a little, it's a little busy day at the, the office today. we got yep. people in and out, and uh, thing, things are happening. Anyway. Lots of, yeah. It's December
1: 1st. December's upon us. December is here. My kids started advent calendars today. Do you know these?
0: What the frick is an Advent calendar? So an
1: Advent calendar is a calendar that you start on December 1st, and it should run to the 24th, and you, I mean, rea- normally it's just you open it, like, to say what the days are up to Christmas. Um, but these are p- fancy Advent calendars because they have prizes in them. So they, like, open door number one, and they get, like, a toy. So Izzy's is makeup, because she probably should be your wife's daughter, honestly. She's makeup obsessed. Is she? As a 9-year-old.
0: She That's my yeah. Idea. She
1: should probably belong, and she lo- she could pass like that. We could make yeah. this happen. So she's got a cosmetics one. Sebastian has like Funko Pop. You know those? Not what they're called? Funko Pops. I've never seen it now. Those little like they're like it looks like a bobblehead, but it's not. It's like a caricature. Isn't that what they're called? I'm pretty sure Funko Pops. He has little tiny ones of those, and he gets twenty four of them, so he'll have like an army of them wow. by the end. And then Sam got like some kind of toiletries or something for because like an 18 year old is hard yeah to get something for but it's 24 days till Christmas are you pumped or what I mean I am pretty excited to get this year over with it's not been the best year yeah I'm ready to like give the middle finger to 23
0: Whoa, the middle? The like middle. One or two? A double middle. Wow.
1: Double middle. We should
0: get some emojis on the screen or something. Double. All, we could get
1: the real deal. <laughs> I will flip off that camera. So 23, <laughs> see you later.
0: What's your goal? What's your, what's your expectations goals for 24? What's the um,
1: Honestly, for 24, I would like it to be all about peace and wellness. Mm. Like I've been working for a lot of 23, I feel like. To like remove toxicities. Like I if somebody really stresses me out or they don't they don't it's not the relationship isn't serving me, I will ghost like a mofo. Like I will just yeah, because you know, I I heard an interesting
0: strategy from yesterday. And you can tell the strategy, but what kind of heard was like, if you are done with someone, tell me if I'm saying it right. Don't even block them, just leave them on red.
1: Oh, that was <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> you didn't hear a strategy. That was my strategy. I Those know, were th- my words. I
0: know that's what I'm saying. I heard it from oh, you. I heard yeah. it was your strategy. Yes. I was like, wow, that is like that's intense. Like because no <laughs> because okay
1: because so, so they hear me can out.
0: see the pain. So here, so hear me out.
1: <laughs> I think the actual act of blocking someone, yeah, it's giving it more energy than it deserves. Like
0: the and two taps, like the yes, because contact. the uh, because the
1: other part is like if you if someone messages. Some, someone else, and they can tell that they're blocked. It never delivers. They actually are winning a little bit. Because, like, while I'm in her head enough that she thought to block me, I was that big a complexity. So leaving them unread is the ultimate fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I won't block oh. people anymore because they don't even deserve the two clicks.
0: Okay, but when you get messages from, like, let's say someone calls you so much angst in your life to do this this strategy this this method um and you see their message come in does it cause you any angst or no is it just like no i
1: re i typically read it have like a, a chuckle to myself and just move on and that's the thing it's like on the other end you know what's happening to them it, you win in that instance because this bitch has read it it's been delivered and and she said nothing to me. Like, you take back your power at that point. So I will not block.
0: It's very, I feel like that book you read, you told me you read, uh, like, The 47 Laws of Power. What's Fuck yes. <laughs> yes. Like, the gangest cons of the world. Like, let's use. Because everything, let's use
1: everything in yeah. this life, wha- so when you're dealing with toxic people that you should cut out anyway, right. it's all one big, like, head game.
0: Anyways. You know, like it's so if all you're gonna get gamed, you might as well play the
1: game. By not playing the game.
0: Uh by getting out of the like game. Like just
1: by not engaging. Because I like you hear me say all the time, just don't give it any legs. Like mm. all, all the time I'm like, just don't give it any attention. Because even talking about it, thinking about it, blocking them, like any energy that's undeserved, you're losing a little bit. You're not you're losing a little bit of your power. So, yeah. I would rather not block them, leave them unread, and it, to me, is the ultimate middle finger, just, like, to never respond, because you know they're waiting for it. Yeah. Because, typically, those people are, like, the narcissist, terrible, it's all about them. So, leave them unread. Leave yeah. Feels good.
0: Interesting. Okay, cool. That's the strat. That's the strat. Clip it. Okay.
1: So, what else? What's happened this week? Elon... Elon. Freaking Musk. I don't really know. I just was briefed on this story. You should probably tell it. He just told some more people to fuck off, which I support. Like, good job. Yeah, Elon.
0: Yeah, I actually don't know the story.
1: So, something about advertisers advertising on X, yeah. a.k.a. Twitter, R.I.P. Twitter.
0: R.I.P. Twitter. Well, their ad, their ad, um, I know their ad platform is, like, way down right now. Like but he, he,
1: something about if you're going to try to blackmail me by advertising on my platform, go to hell, like, kind of thing. Yeah, and, like, kicking him off. Which, I don't, I mean, whatever. Like, the man has more money than God. So, like, honestly, he can kind of Debatable. do... Debatable. <laughs> God doesn't operate in money and finances, Dakota. He's got everything, right. So, I-, I think he can tell anyone he wants to go to hell. But, like... Also, <laughs> <laughs> you are so outgoing today. Also, the blocking strategy, <laughs> <Elon Musk. laughs> I mean, well, no, I think good. Good job. Like, hey, you earned the right to tell anyone you want to go to hell. Yeah. But also, isn't he losing a lot of money with Twitter? Is this really what he should be doing? Because he might want to.
0: I don't know how he manages it all, man. Honor. Respect for him. Like SpaceX tests. How much Tassi. is he actually worth? I don't know. A lot of money. Jack,
1: can you Google how much is Elon Musk worth? What is the answer? Two hundred and forty-two billion with a B dollars. Yeah, he doesn't need their advertising dollars. He can tell them to fuck off.
0: Yeah, but he—I don't know. That's his net worth. I don't know. I wonder how much like liquid cash he has. Like, if I don't think
1: it matters because if you ha- have that much money and you're investing a significant portion of it, you are making money probably faster than you're losing it.
0: Ah, uh, you can just, and you could probably get like. Loans and, like, take over. Yeah. Yeah. If you have that much, you can, Yes. Like
1: so, hats off, Elon. You go. I bet Elon leaves people unread.
0: Do you do you support this theory that, like, the Elons of the world, the Mr. Beast, the Kim Kardashians will become the next president at some point? Like, they have so much, like, influence.
1: I mean, I really hope not because that doesn't seem like a qualification
0: don't, I don't – I think the, in, the influence. Like, they drive I so know. much influence that they could just, like, wreck the polls. So like much
1: influence, but, like, let's let's talk about that for a second because the people who are actually voting are not the people they have influence with.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people that d- don't vote, like, they could get so much of the population to vote for them that they would, like, Except overtake the Except can they?
1: Polls. I mean, like, the only political thing that I can point to where a celebrity tried to use their influence to make a difference politically was when Taylor Swift – like was really against somebody running in her home state. Oh yeah. And a lot of people did go vote, but it didn't tip the election. And like, you know, I was listening to a podcast this morning and they said like the actual hard part of presidency is the getting elected part. Like that that part that to me is what's really kind of messed up about the system. It's the getting elected part that's awful. The job itself has a lot of responsibility, but really it's, we don't always put the right person in office. So all that to say, maybe it could happen, but man, I hope not. Because I don't know that those people have the right influence to like make decisions and have the codes. Like, I don't know that this is what we should do, but but we do like worship celebrity for sure. Yeah. So like anything could happen. I could see that. I could see God like a Mr. Us.
0: Beast, like having he's like 200 million subscribers. Like I could see him in the next like 10 years, just like like you could like move
1: a whole. Okay, nation. but we would we would really there would be so much more that would have to go into this, right? Because again, not only do the people who follow Mr. Beast, they're probably not the ones voting, but it's because we have the Electoral College. It would have oh to yeah. be a percentage of the population in states that actually could sway an election. Do
0: the Electoral College is kind of sus, right? I mean, like they can just like, I, I they think can overrule the popular vote of the country
1: for sure. And I think, like yeah, I mean, what's up with that? that? every state gets, you know, the same amount of what is it senators like that? Yeah, e, just regardless of per capita, that doesn't seem right. I mean, there are definitely some outdated things, but. The Electoral College would m- maybe help us in this instance if we don't want Who runs a YouTube college? influencer <laughs> to be president. I don't know, man. Like,
0: dude, Mr. Beast is a little, what's the word starts with a P? Philanthropy?
1: Philanthropy.
0: Philanthropy. Yeah? Dude, he does crazy stuff. He's like quite
1: philanthropic. Yeah. I support that. But I don't Could know Could you imagine if running a country? Like, we
0: run an insurance n- no. brokerage. Could you imagine running a nation? No. I don't know, man.
1: No, we'll I, not only would it be very challenging to run a country, but it would be the worst to run a country with all of this tech in our lives because realistically you're so focused on trying to keep yourself out of scandal Oh yeah. and not just doing the really intense job that's ahead of you. Like I just, our world is so weird. Crazy. It's super weird. So that happened this week. And what else happened this week? Little Mark Cuby. Mark Cuban who is a Dallasite, right? So yeah. he owns the Mavs. He's an OG on Shark Tank, right? I Love Shark Tank. But man. he is walking away.
0: That's crazy. He it, they're going he said he'll do one more season like season 16 and then it's and then it's over, you know. He wants to spend more time with his family.
1: Okay, but how old are these kids?
0: They're like 18, 20 or something. So I'm surprised
1: that this is now the time when he makes this choice.
0: Yeah, I think you just get so much re- like he has How like much is Mark
1: Cuban worth? Cause, because I mean at some point are you like, you know what? I'm sitting on this big stack of cash. I just don't need any more six point two billion. So that's a lot of scratch. But I feel like he could have made this choice when the kids were a little bit younger.
0: Yeah, but I mean imagine him it's been like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years in a row, like I'm sure you're probably, like, a little...
1: Where does Shark Tank film?
0: I don't know. That's a good question.
1: Because that would complicate matters. Well, so he flies there, but he's still away from his kids. I mean, I get it, but, like, he's still away. I wonder if Shark Tank is filmed, like, multiple episodes in a day, and then they don't get together again for, like, a month.
0: That's what happens. They film from, like, 7, 8 a.m. to, like, a. P. M. Which so explains pitch, 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 explains pitch, pitch, pitch,
1: why sometimes pitch! explains why sometimes they're really sweet, and sometimes they are the biggest assholes. Because oh, tired. if you're at you're at episode 14 of the day, I would tell everyone to go to hell. <laughs> like, you, I don't want to buy do the blocking
0: strategy. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, I don't like. I'd be like, sir, not only do I not
1: want to buy anything, and I'm going to leave you on red, but like you can. Get out right now. You can Elon Musk this bad boy. So, I mean, it, but it does explain their moods, right? Yeah,
0: that's kind of funny. Yeah, well, <laughs> and we don't see the whole like pitch. Like they, they take a, it's the average pitches are like 30 minutes to like two hours. And so they take, take a whole that's pitch. That's excruciating
1: for some of these people to get up and pitch for two hours because like. Yeah,
0: it's intense, I've
1: mm-hmm. heard. And I've just seen, I mean, talk about a roast session.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, if you don't have your numbers, if you don't like know
1: your metrics. They are going to eat your lunch.
0: They're going to, yeah, you're going to get wrecked. Can you imagine us going up on shark Tank?
1: I would not. <laughs> I am meant to be a shark, not a contestant.
0: No, you got to go through the tank first. No, like I elevate. am so
1: much better at the criticizing and roasting oh, the than the getting roasted. You've heard of condition out but not take it. That is your girl. Like, I am not a Shark Tank contestant. I should be a Shark I would fan. love to go on Shark Tank. I, I would love to be a here's Shark Here's
0: my vision. Here's my dream. I want to make a sauce company. Okay? I want to make a sauce, and I want to have multiple, like, different types of sauces.
1: Like buffalo sauce and ranch. Yeah, but, like,
0: I want to travel around the whole United—not s- United—the whole world, every country, and find the best sauces in the world. Like, I feel my passion— I'm Is sauce. I'm not making this up. I, I rarely talk about it, but I do think sauce— <laughs> You love sauce. <laughs> I think sauce. Is this why one of your favorite phrases
1: is "you're lost in the sauce"?
0: I don't. S- I don't really say that. I like think. You said like it. Have I said that?
1: Yes. Remember when you said Jen Maybe was lost like in the sauce?
0: It's like my sub. Oh yeah, she broke down, <laughs> crying. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Um, it's like my subconscious like coming alive. Sauce. Like yeah.
1: I don't feel like if anybody asked me for a recap. I think of you as very saucy. Like I don't know that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that most of your meals, I see you busting out. I know. I, I think about like it like a real sauce lover. Like how you're describing it, I feel like would have a belt with like locked and loaded with sauces. That's what I dream. And about. I don't. So, what's your favorite sauce?
0: I don't know. I like. I like. I like salsa verde.
1: How did I not know this about you? <laughs>
0: I do, but I want to make an econ company. And have a sauce description Okay, so do you watch
1: do you watch that show, The Wings People?
0: Yeah, Hot Ones. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I mean, they know some sauces you should I check into. I know, I need to go
0: like, you know, what, but those are like way too hot, though. Like, I used to drink hot sauce for fun when I was like, seven, not just for fun, but like for jokes, for laughs. And I think I wrecked myself from doing that, so I don't go like too hot anymore. I like keep it, I keep it a little mild So down. sauce,
1: how did I not know this was your passion? I feel so enlightened. Um, you know, it's something I
0: talk about because it's like it lives in the subconscious. Okay, so, so let uh, me just say
1: this. Uh, every year you go to like Walmart or Target or whatever, and they have those pre-packaged gifts, right? Yeah. And I always think, man, true story. Some of these are awesome, and some of these are garbage. Like if someone gave me, and this is my thought, if someone gave me the pack of 12 sauces, I would be annoyed, we just deal. But with this is you're the candidate. You're I, the person. But
0: the sauce from Walmart is really <laughs> down bad. Okay, it's you don't really know. <laughs> have
1: you gotten one of those kits? I've
0: tried not those kits, but just tried I've tested You're getting so one of those kits. I'm so getting you a sauce kit. I've tested a bunch of those sauces and they're just they're not they're not living up, you know. So. Okay,
1: so wow, I feel like
0: I'm uh, I'm mildly joking, but I do think I don't think
1: they I don't hear a joke in your tone. Oh, it's it's a little joke. I think yeah. you mean all of it. I
0: do like sauce. I don't think I'm that passionate. But I do, like, it would be cool after blowing up insurance. I want to do some e-coms. I think sauce would be cool. And travel
1: the world to find sauces. You could do that from Google.
0: No, but I want to make, like, a show about it and be like, here's where we found this sauce. If you buy this sauce, we're going to, like, help a family. You know how, like, Tom's, you know, has, like, a little, like.
1: Shoe,
0: yeah, shoe. Pay uh, it forward, pay it forward type of thing. Okay, I think that'd be kind of interesting. Now okay, there's nothing like really like. Um I just
1: don't know if traveling the world to find sauces supports an hour of television weekly.
0: No, but like make like a like a YouTube thing, like make like an online thing. Oh, so
1: you don't want like a but History Channel? But no, not, not like that. Time, no, sort no of like use
0: that to sell the sauces. Like yo, I'm bu- but like it's it you go on a journey for the sauce. You know, like it's not like you just buy it. You watch a video, you see like these people, they're hand making it, okay. they're like doing this thing, and so that sounds
1: very Shark Tank ish, like you know when they take us on a little journey of like uh-huh. these people were on season three episode twelve, yeah yeah, and here's where they are now. Yeah, it's we like the backstory. It's what okay. we're doing right now. We're filming the behind the scenes of building ain't easy. Okay, well let's you know. let's get on with it. Let's talk about insurance. Let's talk about okay. L-A. So this week we had we actually hired three agents, right? No we we've made, made it. We've made offers,
0: offers to, to, but we haven't finalized yet. But yeah, three yes. about three potential. So
1: just new new faces, new blood, new people. Yeah. And the one who is coming in as a broker has been in a lot of different settings. Right. Yeah.
0: So this this one's kind of an interesting story because it's someone that lived at the same apartment complex and we hung out like a couple times and he asked uh, Were you
1: just like? Dumping your trash one day, and you're like, No, hey. so I had a, we you had you like a sauce?
0: we had a, yeah, do you like sauce? <laughs> we had a pool party, he pulled up, he <laughs> was like, oh, I'm insurance, oh, I was super cool.
1: Not super and cool, but keep going. Yeah, d-
0: depending on, well, Who when you're in like the game, you're in the game, you know. Okay, when you're in the sauce? When you're in the sauce, you're in the sauce, and so, um, so yeah, he needed a place to work out if he comes here, and um, we start just riffing about the game, insurance, sales, metrics, tech, you know. And he pulls me aside yesterday, kind of intensely. Yeah, yeah. He pulls me aside, and he pulls me in a little room. And was, was, was it like
1: in the lock? Was it a locked door situation? Cause
0: yeah, he comes in here and he starts locking the door. He, w-
1: I went to go say goodbye to him the other day, and he was locked and barricaded in a room. And I was, like, and is I he was afraid? like, I feel like, yeah, he might be afraid. A little, a little afraid. He uh, if he's affra- if he wasn't afraid before today, I've been really intense today, so he's scared now. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. This is an intense he's day. He's afraid. Yeah. Okay,
1: so, so he pulled you aside. Pull me aside.
0: He's always decided. the The funny thing about this guy is he's uh he, he like he like um gives like a it's kinda like I don't Christy know why you're whispering
1: because if he chooses to listen, he's gonna hear what you're saying. He's anyway. gonna hear.
0: Oh yeah, we're <laughs> on a we pod. <laughs> this is a podcast. Yeah, this is a podcast. Yes. He like preloads. A lot of sit-ins, so he'll give you like a lot of back. It's not like Christy; he'll give you like a lot of backstory per. We have another agent; like they don't just ask a question; they'll give you like, oh go god, go, like I'm five minutes. And I'm lo- gonna lose. I love my it. It's, it's just it's just funny because he like he like you know those people that make it like really intense before they deliver. Dakota, what is my biggest bit?
1: pet peeve in people interaction?
0: Grammar efficiency. Unnecessary angle words. Angle shots. Unnecessary no, words. No, I think all words are, like, kind of, like, cool. Like, I like the build up. It's just. No, it's I don't. I do like the build. Up. It's just funny because sometimes people are like, oh, I'm about to tell you what he said. He's like, I sat down and I said that I need a mentor. And you, like, should be my mentor. Frick, man! Like that's like when people say like intense things, like it's true. That but is your like
1: intense voice.
0: Yeah, that's my intense voice, and I was like, "Frick, dude, let's go!" Like I'm that's super. That's a pretty chill.
1: big responsibility. How do you feel about that?
0: I'm kind of, uh, you know, I feel I feel good, but there's always there's always pressure, but it's good. The pressure makes you grow, you know. Okay. And So, um, it's it was re- it was a really good convo, but I it was feel like kind
1: of tired, so I'm really glad it's you and not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how I feel well about are We're in we're this,
0: we're this together, so training. Nope.
1: You saw, I dipped out. They were, like, in a full whiteboard session, and I was like, deuces, I got to go feed some kids, and I burnt out. You got out. But in all seriousness, he's, he's like, a, a hungry, yeah. newish agent, essentially, right? Yeah. And so, he had lots of questions when he had just us as a captive audience. Like, he wanted to hear the backstory. And I don't think any of his questions are really that far off from anybody who's getting into this. Like, they all kind of want to know the same things, right? yeah, yeah. So talk to me about some of his questions that are pretty common, going to make this transition questions. And, I mean, I've definitely had, answered these questions before in my life, and I've definitely had these conversations before. Well, it's
0: just kind of, you know, it's kind of funny you're talking about, like, hey, here's, like, a private plan, right? And even, like, a private plan. It's like, what's what's a private plan? Here's a marketplace plan oh what's what's a marketplace plan like not understanding the difference there is
1: a lot of vernacular, yeah and like that you use that we lose sight of because we use it every single day of our lives that we will just acronyms and s- like spout all this stuff off, and you kind of lose sight of the fact that not everybody does that every day so they may not know what you're talking about.
0: what's funny when I when my was working with my wife when she was working with us like she wouldn't tell me for a while, but, like, she's like, I don't actually understand what you're saying. Like, because I would just, I would just. Well, she had I multiple
1: layers of complexity, though, because oh English yeah. isn't her first language. Yeah. And, it th- like, insurance isn't her first language. So she's
0: fluent, but, yeah, it was, yeah, like. Yeah, but it's still, that's it's would be like, It's, like, another.
1: <coughs> that would be very intimidating. Yeah, another
0: level. And so I was like, oh, yeah. So one thing I did try to do yesterday was, like, all right, let's just whiteboard this out. And I started drawing all the different jazz, which I think you kind of need, like, a visual to like see.
1: Well, I'll give you a compliment cuz I think you I mean, I think you have a lot of knowledge like, you know, and you're willing to share it. And I think those are beautiful things. I think what I appreciated about how you were training is you you it, which is what you're speaking to right now. You didn't want to talk over his head and have another situation where he was just too afraid to say I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> you you would like stop and ask yeah. those questions, and I yeah. thought that was very enlightened of you, because most of the time, trainers, and you've seen it all the time, these insurance people, they love to talk. And they'll just get, and I would see it all the time, training at the old place, right? Like They just get up and talk to hear themselves talk. Like, I don't even know that it was helpful. And they don't ever stop to check for understanding, and nobody's getting any further ahead, because they're talking over them. Um, That is not how it felt, like watching your interaction. so... Yeah, Kudos try to make it to interactive
0: because it's like we were going through different processes and like I was like, oh, wait, hold on. There's another angle. There's another angle. There's and so it's like, oh, wow, you got to have to kind of
1: is it, do y- it like the on those in those conversations? Do you feel like because uh, if I have that kind of conversation when I'm training someone, I will all of a sudden like be just think, oh, my God, this is so much like thank God I know all of it. But how am I ever going to impart all of this?
0: Well, yeah, it takes someone who's hungry who, like, they, it's a two thing. Like, you got to give the info in a clear and concise way, and they got to receive the but, info. But let
1: me say this, because this was my frustration. This has always been my frustration as a trainer. You're – and this is true for college or any kind of tech or training school. Like, just any sort of where you're trying to further your education, it is not – a one and done classroom setting—you're gonna learn everything. If you actually care about it, you gotta go do some behind the scenes to try to learn things yourself. It is not a hundred percent on the sure. trainer, oh yeah. and I think so often in this career, because w- in the old place, I mean, we've talked about this. Like, they would—if you could fog a mirror and you had uh, money f- to take the test, you were hired. There really wasn't any discerning like, candidates, right? Like, they just said, do you have $300 to get the course and take the, get the license? And do you, like, speak good enough English to, like, talk to people? (laughs) Great. We would love to join you, like, to have you be on the team. So, it was a revolving door of agents because of their process. And so many times I would see people that would come to their week of training and they would go home and do nothing like beyond it. And I'm like, that to me is not a person who's hungry for whatever the career is, right? Because if you're excited about it, you do have some onus in your education. Yeah. And I always think for new agents especially, and he's not new because he's, he's new to under 65, right? Yeah. So this is the first time he's parlayed into this world. I, his, like for every person who hasn't done this yet, when you're brand new – you only have a very narrow window to actually be able to go out and see this stuff through the client's eyes, mm-hmm. right? Because after a few days on the job, you're not going to have a different understanding of these programs and healthcare.gov and, like, subsidy and how these conversations go. So you really only have the first couple days when you're new on the job to go and see it like your client might see it and have a better understanding of, like, why people like because it's not that questions are dumb, like people just don't know, right? And that's okay. But if you don't try to go see it as them, and you could lose the ability to empathize with them when they come to you with some insane kind of questions, yeah, right? Because you got to go see how confusing this stuff really is, and you only have a narrow window to do it when you're brand new. And so, I do think every agent has responsibility. To go try to fir- and not just agents, anybody who's trying to learn a trade, to go take on some of that yourself, and unfortunately, most people don't. Like most people just rely on you to give them the knowledge. Oh
0: yeah, you can't. Yeah, no. I mean, you got definitely got to do stuff and the evening and like figure it out and.
1: But like I promise like take you, it, yeah. The majority, do not. eight of ten, do not. They just. Wait. Which is also why eight of ten don't make it because that. Like that self starter kind of mentality is so critical in any kind of self employed role.
0: Oh yeah, it's like the most. And if you, you
1: don't have that kind of hunger, then you're probably not gonna. Like this is the easy part. What about when you have to like force yourself to pick up the phone again? You know, like how are you gonna get that motivation if you're not even day one you're not even excited enough about your new job to like try to soak it all up? You know what I mean? Yeah so what are some common questions that he asks I feel like his questions weren't far off from what you typically hear
0: yeah well, how does what is an EPL
1: okay so just like basic insurance questions yeah, like I would say like on a broader scale not just insurance sure. what what people want to know pretty early on and I get it is like what is actually my potential to make money here
0: oh yeah that was a question yeah in that in that in that room
1: well and so so let's talk about it because I think I think one of his, like, he said, turn on your shirt. Oh, turn it turn on. Turn it on. So one of... Oh, I just
0: broke it. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to pull it, but <laughs> it <God. laughs> This is the story of Dakota's existence. <laughs> I literally just did a little pull. <laughs> okay.
1: So Dakota just broke his shirt <laughs> for anybody who's keeping score. These
0: lights are supposed to lie. So
1: he said... A quote was, it seems like you, you and Dakota are trying to build something really special and different here, which was, like, such a compliment because I think that really is what we're trying to accomplish, right? Yeah. Because we came from, we have PTSD from a first environment where we learned a lot of things not to do. We learned definitely learned some things to do. And I have a different understanding now doing it on our own why some of the things that they had in place were, are there. So, like, it's all a learning. But there were definitely a lot of things we learned not to do or things that we felt like were maybe a little deceptive that we didn't want to carry on, right? And so uh, starting with, I think, when that question would be asked, how much money can I make, they would give you this pie in the sky, oh, six figures for sure your first year, you can work from home. You can work as much or as little as you want. Mm. Like, you are going to get paid for training. We're going to sell the deals for you. You're going to only get leads for people who are already ready, ready to buy, buy. Right. right? Like, there was just, like, the, the list of half-truths and bullshit was long, right? Yeah. And so I think we have PTSD from that, so we're the polar opposite, I, and I'll tell people realistically, yes, can you make six figures your first year? 100%. Because I did it, right? Like, that is, a, that is a possibility. But only if you are really willing to give all of yourself to this and this only and blindly do kind of whatever is asked of you in the name of learning for at least the first 12 to 18 months. Because that's what it will take to build your business. I mean, you are starting a business from zero, from scratch. And so it's the truth. It's not really what people want to hear. But I would rather people hear the honest answer and then make a choice whether or not it's right for them than hear a bunch of lies. I mean, like, do you know how many people at that old place, because of their strategy, would, like, not take other job offers that Mm. were, like, salary-paying jobs with benefits or not, or, like, quit their job that they were in like, really, because they bought, they drank the Kool-Aid and they bought the story. And the story was kind of bullshit.
0: How many people would come to you and be like, All uh, the time. Really?
1: People that were just, like, pissed all the time because they bought the dream. And, and that was the other part is they, they sold it not as a only 20% of you are going to make it, which I think is fair to say. Right, I would
0: say less. I would say less than 10%. Okay, so
1: 10% of you are going to make it. They would not, that would not be, they would say anybody can do this, which is the biggest lie of all because not everyone can do it. Like anyone could do the actions, but like I can't make you likable and I can't make you have a work ethic and I can't make you do anything. You know, like so if you don't, Come correct, you're not going to make it. And the reality is, most people don't want to do the ugly part of what it takes to get started at this. So most of them aren't going to make it. But they would pose it as anybody can do this and make six figures and work from home and only sell because these people are come ready to buy. Like, I mean, it was just like a lot of bullshit, really. Yeah. And so I. Like that we're on the same page about that, that we will give the answer. I would just so much rather, like I, to me, it's, it's like a really big responsibility because if someone is signing up with us to try to do this in our space, they're putting a lot of stock in what we have to say. A lot of
0: trust. Yeah. yeah. So much trust. And so
1: I would way rather give them the the good, the bad, and the ugly and then let them decide instead of them
0: Feeling not understanding
1: not understanding what they're actually entering into. If you hear all the bad stuff and then maybe it's not as bad, then you're happy and, like, you win. But if you come in thinking it's pie in the sky and then you get the n- shit kicked out of you for the first year, that's tough. And I feel a responsibility to be honest so that they can make an informed decision, right? So that yeah. was one of his questions. And I think this is a an amazing career. I, I love what I do. I love it. The interactions with clients, like, it's so fun, and I like all the people that I get to talk to and, you know, helping people in ways that a lot of agents don't. So I love what I do, but I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think everyone should do it, but I think we can teach anyone about insurance. We can teach them all these ins and outs. It'll take a while because we collectively have, what, like – 15 20 years of insurance experience between us right yeah we can teach you it'll take a while but we can't make you have a good attitude we can't make you have a work ethic and so like you have to there's some certain price of admission things you have to bring but i think it's super positive that he even wanted to have the conversation because it shows me that he's like hungry and excited, and he wants a mentor. He obviously sat and did some self-reflecting of, like, what are the next things he needs in his career. So, like, that's positive.
0: Yeah, you know, I think, um, and this is not just him, but a lot of agents, they agency hop. So they go agency, 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 get burned, burned. And it's, like, kind of like a traumatic experience because you get so hyped up on the next thing, right? And then you get in, and then it's failed. Either them or you. It could be both. But then you have to get carrier releases, and then the next one—it's just like, it's just so usually most people don't make it past the first burnout, you know, or second, yeah. Yeah, Like it's like, all right, I'm I'm leaving insurance. I'm doing something else, right? And so to like, you got to find you got to find your home, you know. Well, let me say this:
1: if you've ever gotten your insurance license, even if you're walking away from it for now, don't ever let your license expire. Because it is so expensive and such a pain in the ass to get it back, yeah. you might as well just keep it going. At least in your resident state. Let me just—that is my. Yeah, it's
0: like a thousand dollar fine it's if you let disclaimer. it go. My disclaimer. It's like a yeah. thousand or something fine.
1: But I so think you, get it going. you know, I had a—I had a in my previous life, in retail, I had a um, boss who said to me it was when I was turning in my notice. because I was going to a, another outfit, and he said. Lori, like, you're going to have to at some point stay put someplace if you're really going to grow and, like, succeed. Because if you – and it's true for – that's probably true for anything. Like, you've got to stay somewhere and really learn and put down roots. And when you find a decent place, don't just always look for the next best thing because the grass is always greener. But I think this that is true for agencies as well. Like, I, you know, I I wish that more people were – Honest in the process, because then, but they they so many of these people completely fabricate or blatantly lie to get you to sign on the dotted line, and that's why I think it's so irresponsible because it is so challenging to get released. But also, why waste everybody's time? Like so much energy. Let that person go find what their home should be, so they can put down roots and they can learn and they can have a career. That's the responsible thing to do, but it's not the norm.
0: Not the norm. Okay, let's talk about two crazy, just crazy insurance stories, right? So if you're shopping for insurance right now, and a broker comes up to you and says, hey, I will help you get a plan, but you have to pay me. That happened to someone. I think it's
1: happening a lot lately. What's up with this? Why are people charging? Don't, because they can. I mean, but don't, there are so many people that do it for free. And the insurance company compensates them. So run away from that person.
0: Yeah, someone paid them like a $200 consult fee. That was pretty crazy.
1: That's you know. wild.
0: Could you imagine me like, hey, Vim on me real quick. Hey, here's my Stripe link.
1: Here's my Cash App.
0: Yeah, here's my uh, here's my Zelle, you know.
1: No, I think that is dirty, dirty deed. Dirty. So, but I, I feel like it's happening a lot this open enrollment. I hear it a lot.
0: Yeah. Have you had any client stories this week?
1: Um... Not I have an update. So remember the people that I said were trying to get me to tell them how they could not disclose that she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. They canceled the follow-up when it was supposed to be, like, the time to put in the application. And it's one of those situations where I could tell the mom didn't like what I had to say, even though everything I had to say was factual and the right thing to do. She should not lie on her insurance application and say she's not pregnant because it's not going to turn out well in the end. But – they canceled their appointment, and they're going in a different direction. And it's one of those things where, one, I do enough work to make sure that I have enough in the pipeline that it's not detrimental to me when that's the case. And it was one of those situations where I'm like, that is for the best because you don't, you don't want to hear the truth. You want someone to tell you what you want to hear, and I don't want to be that person because I try to live in a factual reality, <laughs> right? Yeah. And sometimes it's just good – to walk away from a client, I liked the girl the 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 pregnant daughter, well, but her mom was going to be a challenge.
0: Why is that like when moms or dads get on with their kid to shop for a planet it's like they like it's like they get in defense mode like well I,
1: I think that so my my mom actually was listening to me with a client the other day, and she said she heard because I was talking to a woman who was didn't like what I had to say because the answer was, you have too much stuff going on, menta- like medically, you have it's to take, not mentally, medically, <coughs> you have to take this Obamacare guaranteed issue plan. Like, that is where you need to be. Yeah. So she didn't love that answer. And I said, and, and the other thing was, like, you're getting a big subsidy. Like, you're never, you're going to spend so much more money to go out and get anything anyway, like anything else. So this is where you should be, but let's talk about the right plan to get. And so in the conversation, she says to me, which is kind of insulting, she's like, so I just thought you'd be able to do something different for me, but, like, I don't want to waste my time or your time, like, and I said, and I kind of stopped her, because, like, already at this point, I had educated her on a lot of misconceptions she had about the marketplace, things that she just was wrong about, and I tried, I'm trying to, like, help her get there, right? And so I said, well, I, like, let me stop you, like, I... I hope it wasn't. It doesn't feel like a waste of time. It doesn't feel like a waste of my time because I want to be helpful to you. And, you know, there were some things that I can kind of help clarify that maybe were misconceptions, right? So I'm trying to, like, reel it back in. But we end up getting off the phone because she's like, well, I'm just going to go back to the marketplace. Like, I know that I can do this or whatever. And I'm like, well, I'm sure you're very adept at enrolling yourself, but there are some things you don't understand. This is what I would look for. Because if you're not going to let me help you, let me try to arm you with some information then, and then Godspeed, right? So we get off the phone, and I said, man, she was just difficult for not any reason, and my mom, my mother said, because she's bird's eye view looking at it from afar, she said, yeah, people don't like to, like, they get defensive because they don't want to appear like they're not in control of the situation, or they don't know the answers And be vulnerable like that. So their response is to get defensive as if you're an idiot for even thinking they don't know what they're Mm. doing, right? And so I've never really thought about it in that way. Like, I think that's probably true. People become combative because that's mostly what I experience with the moms and the dads that get defensive, right? It's like, listen here, sweetie. I've been (laughs) enrolling myself in insurance since – The 70s. So, like, I know what I'm talking about. When really, this isn't a competition. I'm not saying whatever you do, father, sir, that I know how to do your job. Like, you came to me because you wanted help, right? But I, I think people don't like to be vulnerable and admit that they don't have a better handle on it. And it's not shameful because nobody has a handle on it, which is why you need to work with someone who does, right? Yeah. But that was her perception from afar and i thought it was really you know just like i'd never thought about it in that manner but we get a lot of people that are like that right don't you get a lot of people that just kind of immediately jump to the defensive
0: well i think it's um it's all we do so much work to like build trust and marketing and branding on the front end with clients and so when they bring for i guess in their 20s usually they bring a mom or dad that it's like we don't have that trust with them you know and so they come on and they're like oh my kid's shopping not you're a predator. That doesn't happen all the time. But it's like sometimes it, they get a little bit more angst. I I
1: normally like when – because I would yeah. – if I can win mom or dad over It's yeah. – First of all, it's a challenge. And you know I love the tricky situations. Yeah, I love yeah. a challenging situation. But if I can win mom or dad over
0: – It's game over.
1: They're going to be with me for a really long time. Because, you know, yeah. mom and dad are ju- – ju- they just want the best for their child. But the p- the problem is when they come and they're not open – they think they know, like, uh, you may know some things, but I bet I know some more things. So, like, let's just see what I have to say, and you can tell me if you concur or not, right? Yeah. But I don't, it, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just want everybody to be covered, but, like, I do, sp- I do feel like I spend a lot of time trying to diffuse those kind of situations, and it's common people get that way and I'm never, like, combative about it. I'm just, like, well, like, let me try to help. And, like, you came to me because you wanted help. Like, let's talk about it. But on the other side, I, I, this week especially because we're helping so many people because of the season, I've had so many people that will say to me at the end of our transaction, like, Lori, thank you so much I'm so grateful for you. Like, this has been such a breeze. I learned so much. Like, just really compliment, like, the work that you put in. And that is, that That makes up for all the other stuff, right? Because I do know what we do is important. I do know we do it in a more honest and a better way than a lot of people out there. Because we don't, I've never said, pay me a consultation fee. Those people, like, what is wrong with them? That's so dirty. And you're going to get compensated from the insurance company. So, like, stop it. That's not nice. And so that makes up for the rest of it. But I've had so many people that are so grateful. Because I think we're at a time in our country where it healthcare is feeling more and more and more overwhelming. Right? Oh, yeah. And so people feel like it's kind of helpless. And so I've had a lot of people that have been super grateful. And I'm – yeah. I'm so I think that's shown in Thank our
0: reviews them. and like I've sat like an hour long calls this week where it's like all right let's compare the networks, the providers, the prescriptions, the plans, short term benefits, marketplace, like just the employer and like and pick the best option and it's
1: it's a maze. There's a lot that goes into it and I think we do it so fast. There are times when I would say to people, I know that was a lot of information really fast and so like please stop me if you need any clarification. I promise you this is what we should do because you just watched me put it all together. But, like, let me bring you along because I know we go fast. But, like, we go fast because time is money and we got to, like, get you covered and in the best way possible and then I got to go help the next family. It's never, like, out of a lack of caring. It's just we have enough experience that we can blow through a bunch of different sites and carriers and ideas and rules and restrictions and whatever and so that's the fun part of it, but like, yeah, I, I I sometimes wonder like how the other person on the other line is feeling because I've had people say to me before, "You talk really fast." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I know I do, and yeah. usually it's like you know s- the s- further south you go, because they're easier, like southern states, the people are easier, and so they really feel like I'm intense. Yeah, and they're like, "You go really fast." I'm like, and so I'll t- I'll try to call it out before they say it. Like I know that was a lot of information. I know it was really jam packed do you f- do you feel good do you have any questions I do have to check for clarification but I 99% of them are really really grateful I think and then there's that one percent that just come into it and they're combative because of whatever their own stuff is and we just shouldn't work together like there's someone out there for you and that, w- that was how I felt about this situation like I'm not the right agent for you because I'm going to be more honest than you want me to be. So, like, go find the person. Trust me, the streets are lined with agents that will tell you to lie on an application. So go find one of them. And that's cool and that's great because you should have everything you need. But it's not me. I ain't the one. You ain't the one. But but it's okay. It's like not all turnover is bad. Not all lost clients are bad because I want them to be where they will be happy and feel fulfilled. I ultimately just want them to be covered. So if it's not me, just make sure you get covered. And I not I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it's been a pretty good pod, right?
1: I think it's been a pretty good week. We're in December. Let's yeah. close out twenty twenty three and then double middle finger it.
0: I'm not I'm not part of the middle finger. Situation.
1: I will I just well I'll, I'll give
0: take a- you. I'll give a little smile.
1: You liked twenty twenty three? It was good for you?
0: Um well, I'm just saying be positive. I think it's a good year. It was a decent year.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's been a challenging year. I'm ready for a new one. New one. Um, but it's December. I'm excited to get these last people helped. Remember, people out there, party people, December 15th is the deadline if you want to be covered by January 1st. So if you've been procrastinating, stop it. Let's do it. That's it. So on to another week. Another week. Thanks for listening. I am Lori.
0: And this is Dakota.
1: And we'll talk to you next time.
0: Bye. Bye.